This is The Michael Wall Show. Michael is a speaker, author, and founder and CEO of several companies. His passion is to help families live on purpose and live with purpose. And now, here's Michael Wall. Welcome into The Michael Wall Show. I hope you're having a wonderful day, a wonderful week. And wow, we have had some crazy times lately with coronavirus and social distancing I got to tell you, I'm very thankful that we are able to safely provide this podcast because as you listen to this, you are qualified to be socially distanced from me while you're still receiving this information. So I'm really excited that you're able to receive this in a socially distanced format. <laughs> you know, I, I know that this has caused really different results and different effects for a lot of different people out there. Many of you out there have been in a place where you've been able to take your laptops or get equipment or whatever it may be and work at home. Some of you are in a place where, you know, you're an essential quote unquote worker. And I mean, you're in in the healthcare service or you're doing what you're doing. Some of you have lost your jobs. And so it's all over the map. And I want to say that I know that these are challenging times. And I want to encourage you on this show with some things that I really believe not only is going to help you through this season, and have more clarity through this season of challenge and crisis, but also give you the wisdom that you need to navigate life in general. And I think, you know, sometimes what can happen with these crises is, you know, we've kind of heard the phrase being thrown around a little bit saying, don't waste the crisis, don't waste this crisis. And, you know, to some degree it is true. We want to make sure that we're stepping back and reevaluating and say, how can I make sure that I am really thinking through and really reevaluating, for lack of a better word, everything that we're doing. I know it's something that I have done. And so I've called this show Stop Overthinking Life, which is a little bit counterintuitive because I just talked about thinking about things. <laughs> okay. But when I say overthinking life, I think you'll catch what I'm saying here in a minute. And, and I really want you to listen to this podcast all the way through to the end because there's going to be some great things in here that you're going to want to make sure that you not only write down, make notes of, whether it's in your phone or however you do it, but really log this. And you're probably going to want to back and listen to it again because this is going to be just some stuff that I've learned over the years and I've seen other people learn over the years that I know if you apply will make massive differences in your life. So I want to start out. And a little bit differently, I don't do this all the time, but I actually want to start out this show, and I want to pray for everyone that is listening and tuning in. I don't know where you are in your faith journey, or maybe you're not on the journey at all, but I want to pray for everyone listening to this show real quick. So let's do that. God, I thank you for this day. I thank you for the time that we could have the equipment here to be able to record this show and all of the details that go into this. I pray for the folks that are listening to this, that it comes to their ear, that you would encourage them, that you would uplift them, that you would help them know that they are fearfully and wonderfully made and that you have a plan for their life and that you care for them, Father, and that through this show they would uh, be encouraged and they would be able to apply the things uh, from this that would actually change their life. Thank you for just wisdom and guidance for our leaders in our country. Help us to eliminate the divisive things that are happening, and God, just be encouragers one with another instead of looking to tear each other down. We ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, so let's jump into this. Again, stop overthinking your life. And, you know, again, by that I mean not evaluating what you're doing and not analyzing what you're doing, not really sitting back and saying, okay, how can I improve and get better? Those are all good things to do. What I'm referring to here is the idea of really just allowing a thought to stew on your mind. Have you ever been in a situation 
where something's happened in your life. I had a situation actually just recently happened to me. I'm not going to get into the details for those that may hear it potentially, but you know, I had some things happen to me where I was expecting uh, certain numbers to come out on a certain deal and they came out completely differently than I had originally anticipated. Now, this is something that, you know, caused me to be a little bit frustrated and upset and, and rightfully so, but I could choose, I get to choose to either think on these things and just dwell on these things and allow these things, allow these thoughts to override my thinking, to cause me to be upset, to cause me to be mad, to cause me to taint my perspective of, you know, the person that we were dealing with. Or I could say, you know what? All right. I got frustrated in the moment. I got to obviously deal with these things. But for me to just sit down and dwell on them and just continue to play that tape over and over and over again, not only does it add zero value to the situation, it doesn't help me to creatively think of ways to get through the situation, but it also uh, doesn't do anything to the positive to help me have the right perspective of the person that I'm dealing with. You know, who knows? Maybe they're in a situation where they're dealing with things that I'm not even aware of, right? And so now all of a sudden I'm frustrated and whatever. You know, it's that old story from Zig Ziglar. He talks about who's been kicking your cat. And if and if you haven't heard that, I would challenge you to go Google that or YouTube that. Zig Ziglar, who's been kicking your cat. It was a great message on some things that I'm not going to get into today. But overthinking things can really be a problem in life. You know, if you lost a job, you could be sitting there saying, oh, my goodness, I'm never going to get another job. Where am I going to how am I going to be able to pay my bills? And you allow that thought that just resonate in your mind for however long you stew in that moment. The problem with that is we're really you're going down the lane of worry. And I love the scriptures here in Luke that I'm going to read to you. And I want to share some scripture here from the Bible that I think is important. Luke chapter 12, starting in verse 23, it says, For life is more than food, and your body more than clothing. Look at the ravens. They don't plant or harvest or store food in barns, for God feeds them, and you are more valuable to him than any birds. Now, when it says you, that means you, you listening to this. You are more valuable to God than than any birds of the field. Here's a question. And verse 25, can all your worries add a single moment to your life? Think about that. Can you sitting down and worrying about things, can that add any time to the life that you have on this earth? And if worry can't accomplish a little thing like that, what's the use of worrying over big things? It says, look at the lilies and how they grow. They don't work or make clothing. Yet Solomon in all of his glory was not dressed as beautifully as they. And if God cares so wonderfully for the flowers that are here today and thrown into the fire tomorrow, he will certainly care for you. Why do you have so little faith? Wow. Those are powerful verses. Again, that's in Luke 12, starting in verse 23. And if you think about that, it really, it really is right. It's true, right? God's word is truth. We know that. But, and if you don't, you do now. But at the end of the day, when you encourage and listen to that truth, you realize that worrying and overthinking things, because overthinking things leads to worry, is going to put you in a place of depression. It's not going to put you in a place of creativity. It's going to put you in a place of, of challenge and even create hurts that maybe don't even exist instead of a place of peace and comfort and encouragement to others. 
Those are all things that worry will do. I remember when I was on the book field selling books door to door back years ago, as my son says, uh, Cyrus, my oldest one, he says, Dad, the back in the old 90s, <laughs> you know, I'm like, ah, I'm getting old, man. But, you know, one of the things that they used to say to us is they said, you know, worry is like a rocking chair. It gives you something to do, but it doesn't get you anywhere. So let me give you three practical steps that you can take as I kind of land this plane on the podcast, uh, this podcast, three practical steps that you can take to actually help you stop overthinking and live a life that is on point to what you're called to do. All right, the first step and the first thing that you need to do in this process is, number one, be aware that you're actually even worrying about things, right? You might think, well, I don't really worry about stuff, Mike. I'm just, I'm pretty good, you know, I got it. You know, you've seen people like that before. They got everything together. They got no problems. They have no faults. They're good at everything. They have no issues. You know, must be you, (laughs) okay? Well, here's a little newsflash. And number one, there is a God. Number two, it ain't me. And number three, it ain't you either. Okay, so get over yourself. You got problems. You need to deal with them. We all do. So number one, write down what you've been worrying about. Write down what you've been overthinking. Write down what's clogging your brain that causes you to have concern and fear and anxiety. That's number one. Number two, this process of writing it down will actually give you the ability to start the down the road, start down the road, I should say, of release. And what that release looks like is by you saying, here's what I'm going to do. I wrote, I've written all these things down. And now what I want you to do is I want you to actively cross out anything that you can't control. If you lost your job, can you physically control whether you get your job back? Yes or no? I'll help you with the easy ones. The answer is no. Okay. That now you can control whether or not maybe you go look for a new job, but you can't control whether or not you get your job back. Can you control the decisions that Donald Trump or Nancy Pelosi or anyone else makes for that matter? The answer is no. Can you control how many people are contracting the COVID-19? The answer is no. Can you control whether COVID-19 is really the virus that we're dealing with or whether this is all conspiracy theory? The answer is no. Can you control whether you wake up tomorrow? (laughs) The answer is no. So when you start looking at these things and you start listing down step number one, the things that you're overthinking or worrying about, and then step number two, you start Xing out the things that you can't control, you start to realize I am dwelling or worrying or overthinking things that are way outside of my pay grade and I can't control them anyways, which is why I read you the verses in Luke. Step number three, write down the things that you can control. What can you control? Right now you're listening to this show. This show didn't just accidentally get into your ear. You intentionally got on your phone or whatever device and you pressed play. Didn't just happen by itself. I remember Zig Ziglar said one time, he was talking about people that were overweight. Now, a lot of people may not like to hear this. It's irrelevant. I'm going to share it anyways. He said, people that eat too much choose to weigh too much. People are like, well, that's not true. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm inherited. The, uh, well, okay, hear me out. One of the things Zig says, which I love, he's like, I have never accidentally eaten anything, okay? <laughs> now, I don't know if you accidentally eat food. Oh, that just popped into my, I'm not even sure how that it got in there. 
How did that pizza get in my mouth? And two other pizzas get in my mouth. And that Dr. Pepper. And oh my goodness, there is no way I ate that ice cream. It just popped right in my mouth and I couldn't even control it. That's way outside of my... Come on. Really? No. You are the one that put everything in your mouth that you put in your mouth. So as an example, when we talk about what we can control... We have to say, what can we control? Well, as I mentioned, you just controlled whether or not you're listening to this podcast. You can control other positive content that you put into your brain. You can control turning off your TV and not watching news. You don't need to know what CNN and Fox Business and Fox News and, and MSNBC and CBS. You don't need to know what they're saying every second of every day. You don't need to know that. You can't even control it anyways. So shut it off. That's something else you can control there. The other thing that you can control is what are you doing physically? Are you doing any physical activity? Are you doing push-ups or jumping jacks or trying to take walks or whatever you can do, even if there's things that are closed? What are you doing there to control that? That's number three, the third thing you can control. And then write anything else down that you can control, like your attitude, how you respond to things that hit you. Okay, so you've had some challenging times. You're going to get through it. It's going to be okay. You're not the only one that's ever gone through challenging times. Everyone has problems. But not everybody deals with the problems the same way. And by the way, that's the difference between successful people and unsuccessful people. You ready for this? You're going to want to write this down. Here's what it is. Successful people are successful because they are willing to do things unsuccessful people are unwilling to do. Let me say that again. Successful people are successful because they're able to do and willing to do things that unsuccessful people are not willing to do. Well, what are some of those things? Well, respond positively when tragedy happens. Try to realize what they can control. Those three steps that I just gave you. Actively focus on interacting with positive people in their life. Inputting positive things into their life. Saving money when they actually get paid. If they make $100, they don't spend 110 because they absolutely have to have it. They actually save some money. So that way when another investment opportunity or another opportunity comes along, they have some money that they can invest in it. And successful people buy appreciating assets instead of depreciating junk. That car you think you need or that you know, new cell phone that you think you need or that whatever you think, that's depreciating. What does that mean? It means it's going to go down in value. Successful people live in the mindset of what can I buy? Where can I put my money? What can I invest in that will actually increase in value? You see? So they're willing to do things that unsuccessful people just are not willing to do. That's the reason they're successful. They didn't get a silver spoon handed to them, most of them. So you have to ask yourself the question, are you overthinking life? And if you are, you're going to be a miserable person to be around. My challenge to you is take those three steps. Write down what you're overthinking. Write down what you're worrying about, step number one. Number two, cross off every single thing that you honestly can't control in the moment that you're currently in. And number three, Write down things that you can control. And I guarantee you, if you daily do that process, rinse and repeat, just like bathing, nobody wants to be around somebody that hasn't taken a shower in two weeks. I'm going to tell you that right now, okay? 
So if you rinse and repeat this stuff that I'm telling you right now every single day, what will happen is you'll be surprised how many more friends or how many more people actually want to be around you because you'll be an encourager. You'll be an uplifter. You'll change the way you are. You actually look to add value to the world instead of what can you get. You'll be living in a way that does not operate how most of the world operates. Most of the world operates by listening to the radio station WIIFM. What's in it for me? You'll be operating in a way saying, what can I give to someone else? That's a completely different philosophy, and that causes you to be in a place where you are ready to receive all that really God has for you in your life. As always, my goal with this show is to encourage you to move down the path with practical tips so you can live on purpose and live with purpose. If you have any questions, you want to reach out to me, feel free. You can just go to info, I-N-F-O, at leanonthewall.com. That's info at leanonthewall.com. And as always, if you have not taken a moment to rate the show on whatever podcast app you're listening, we appreciate that. I invite you to do that. Just take a minute or two if you've enjoyed this content. Share us with us what you loved about it. Give us a nice four or five-star rating. And share this, then, podcast with someone that needs to hear it. You know three or four people right now that need encouraged in this season. Take a moment and care enough about them to take five to ten seconds and share this with them to encourage them. I hope you have a blessed day. We'll talk to you next show.